Good evening. Merry Christmas, church family. So good to be with you. It's a tall task to follow the Peggy Stevens as well as the children's video. If you would, turn with John, turn to John chapter 1 with me this evening. We'll look at verses 43 through 46. That's at pages 887 in your pew Bible in front of you. This story that we encounter in this passage tonight is about following Jesus. And it invites us to ask a question. Is it worth it to follow Jesus? Can it really be worth it? Maybe you've grown up in church your whole life and you come to church quite often in Bible study and youth group and you're wondering that question. Is it worth it to follow Jesus? Maybe you're here not that often. You only come a few times a year and you're wondering a similar thing. In this passage, we meet a man named Nathaniel, and he's asking that same question. Could it really be worth it to follow this Jesus, this Jesus of Nazareth? Let's go to the text and see. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses and the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? And Philip said, Come and see. Come and see. Joshua Bell is one of the world's greatest violinists. And more than that, Joshua Bell has a very valuable violin. It's called a Stradivarius, and it's worth three and a half million dollars. One day, Joshua Bell took his three and a half million dollar Stradivarius violin, and he took a taxi down to a Washington, D.C. subway station. He took out his violin, he set out the case in front of him and opened it up for tips, and he began to play. And for the next 45 minutes, Joshua Bell played some of the most difficult and beautiful pieces ever composed. Just a few nights earlier, he had been playing in a packed out concert hall where tickets were over $100 per seat. And do you know how much he made on this day in that DC subway station? $32.17. Not even enough to attend his own concert. People, they, they set up a camera to film the whole thing, and people don't so much as even stop to pay him any attention. They just keep walking by. There was one woman, however, who did recognize Joshua Bell, and she stopped and she listened to him until he had finished. And what she said when they asked her about it later was that she was delighted that Joshua Bell, for some reason, had shown up on her commute to work that morning, and she got to hear one of the world's greatest violinists. But she also said she was horrified. All of these people are walking by one of the world's greatest violinists, and they don't even know. She said she wanted to grab them by the sleeve and say, don't you see what you're missing? Don't you know who this is? There's a similar thing happening in this passage that we read tonight. Jesus shows up in our lives as well. Jesus, the King of the universe, 
more valuable than anything else. And sometimes we still miss it, don't we? But Jesus won't let us do that. He comes to find us and to show us the greatness that we're missing. That's what Christmas means, is that Jesus came to find us. Is it worth it to follow Jesus? I believe that it's always worth it to follow Jesus because Jesus at Christmas came to find us and to make us his followers. How do we know that? Well, we know first of all, Jesus left heaven, didn't he? Philippians 2 tells us that he counted other people as better than himself. And he came down to earth to live among us. And then in our passage, what did it say at the beginning? That Jesus decided to go to Galilee. Now, if, if Jesus really wanted people to immediately recognize him and automatically follow him, he wouldn't have gone to Galilee. He wouldn't have been a carpenter. He would have gone to Jerusalem, and he would have made himself a king. Then he could be sure that everyone would have followed him. That's what everybody was expecting from Jesus. But Jesus went to Galilee, where almost nobody was looking for him, and he went there to find them, to make them his followers. More than that, what does Philip say to Nathaniel? He said, we have found this Jesus of whom Moses and the prophets wrote. In other words, just like many of us, when they were little boys, they had grown up reading the Scriptures, and those Scriptures were pointing them to Jesus. And yet, Nathaniel's still missing it. It shows us that Jesus doesn't just give us a book to read and tell us about Himself. He shows up in our presence personally to make sure that we don't miss Him. And even more than that, there's an interesting thing we should note about this passage. In that day and age, uh, teachers and students were called rabbis, was a teacher, and a student was called a disciple. And disciples would go to the rabbi and ask if they could become their student. Will you teach me? Will you show me how to live? But that's not what happens here, is it? Jesus, the rabbi, the great teacher, the Lord of the universe, shows up and he finds these disciples and he says, come and follow me. Come and follow me so that you might see how to live the life that you were made for. It would be kind of like this. Let's say that when we go back from Christmas holidays and it's time to go back to school, you're not really ready to go back to school. And so you decide that you're going to skip school one day and you're going to go see this new Spider-Man movie everyone's talking about. And so you go to the theater and you're settled in your seat and you're, you're ready for the show to start. And who should come walking down the stairs of the theater to find you in your seat but the teacher whose class you've skipped that day? And she doesn't yell at you. She doesn't call your parents. She doesn't send you to detention or to the principal's office. She says, don't you know we were already watching this movie today for free? Don't you know that we had candy and drinks and pizza and popcorn at, at class? And we want you to come there with us. We want you to join us. Come and see. Come and see. Wouldn't that be your favorite teacher? Wouldn't you love that teacher? Wouldn't that be a person that you'd willing, be willing to do almost anything they asked you to do after that? Isn't that the type of person that you and I want to follow? 
the person that comes and finds us, even when we've done the wrong thing, and chooses to love us anyway. That's what Jesus does for us at Christmas. You know, when Philip says, come and see, he's not just talking to Nathaniel, he's talking to you and me as well. And when we continue to read in the book of John, we do see these incredible things. We see that Jesus is, in fact, worth it. Jesus takes five loaves and two fish, and He feeds 5,000 people, and then He says, I am the bread of life. That means that when we follow Jesus, He will always provide everything that we need, but more than that, He'll give us joy. He'll enable us to be fulfilled, to find the joy that we're all longing for. A little bit later, he, he finds a man who was born blind, and he enables the man to see for the first time, and then he says, I am the light of the world. And that means that when we follow Jesus, we know the truth, we know the right way to live, we know the way to be saved. And then I know you remember this story of Jesus' friend Lazarus, who had become sick and had died, and Jesus shows up at his tomb, and he says, Lazarus, come out, and he raises him from the dead. And then he said, I am the resurrection and the life. This means not only that Jesus is powerful enough to raise the dead, but that when we follow him, we get a whole new identity, one where God the Father looks at us and says, this is my son or daughter whom I love, with whom I am well pleased. Is following Jesus really worth it? Come and see. Come and see this king of the universe who left heaven to become a man, to come and find us and to make us his followers. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you that although we have often shown we prefer everything else to you, in your love and your mercy and grace, you have pursued us all the way to the end of ourselves and overwhelmed us with our, your grace so that the only response that we can have is to follow you because you are always worth it. Would you make us like Philip, Father, who in the joy of finding Jesus, go and bring others also. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.